starting young, Feldenkrais and early development. Life is a process. Our development is influenced by what we do and by what has been done to us, by how we interact with the environment we live in, and by the people we meet throughout different stages of our lives. We can perhaps learn from a comparison with architecture. Could we see life as a tower whose stability relies on building blocks, construction and repair methods, timing and orientation? If the lowest, earliest blocks are askew, then those faults can emerge higher up the tower in later stages of life and especially in situations of stress. Moshe Feldenkrais understood this principle well. In this conversation, you will hear about a project which brings the Feldenkrais method into a special needs school and how it has a positive impact on the children there, about how important it is to keep learning and to continue to be curious in life, and about how Feldenkrais movement processes help to balance function and emotion in early and later life. So yes, I'm interested in your little um, portable, well, hand recording machine, because um, as well as practicing as a psychotherapist, um, I, um, I write. I've got a book, second book coming out next month, which is really exciting. Great. And um, sometimes some of my best ideas come when I'm walking. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, how am I going to remember that? And um, uh, but it makes sense that sometimes we can we can have good ideas then, because if you think of evolution and us being hunter-gatherers, we'd have been walking. And we'd have been orienting to the world and taking in information and learning and planning. And um, and so the movement of walking is very connected to the learning centres of the brain mm. and to the senses as well. Mm. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, it's also, um, I suppose it's interrupting the pattern of you just sit at a computer and trying and trying and it doesn't work and then you're mm. just... And more spontaneous, but much more right brain than left brain. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does, yes. I mean, not only do we physically need mm. to have breaks to do something differently, mm. um, but but also I really believe we're much more efficient if we do. Mm. And in this world where people cram in more and more into the day and they sit and um, eat their lunches whilst they're working, mm. Actually, they're not going to be any more efficient. They're going to burn out, and, mm. and of course, having all sorts of physical problems. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. So yes, we do need pauses, mm. pauses to whew, let go, take a breath, mm. even even if it's just a five-minute breather. Mm. So I teach people about using mindfulness and having mm. you know, brief mm. mindfulness mm. pauses. Um, but yes, it it just takes us out of what we're doing and gives, therefore, the opening for something new to emerge. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's very, very, again, coming back to me when I work, it's mm-hmm. a strange pattern. It's a pattern, really, that I fall back in. Mm-hmm. Me as a kind of a Feldenkrais person who mm-hmm. goes to the training, who does, who does, who does ATMs. And, yes, uh, yes. Um, but when I 
back at the office, back at my desk. It's so easy to get back into oh, that there's, there's machine. Office. There's and office, uh, Thomas, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's yeah. that office, yeah, I can, I can blame the office. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's just, just every time I'm quite astonished and surprised of myself mm. that I, I know, continue, continue working three hours in a row without getting up or two hours in a row wow. without, without not, uh, Wow, no, no. that's crazy. Yes, it is, yes. I mean, I yeah. really, I suppose I've learned from experience. Mm. But yes, put a little post-it note on your computer saying, stop! Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are those little uh, software programs now also, which kind of flag up uh-huh. uh, and, and uh-huh. kind of uh, remind you of some pauses. But it's, it's, yeah. in, a way it's in a way, it's quite... Uh, it's artificial reminder. <laughs> quite strange that, that I need this artificial reminder, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and if you think well in in the southern class training, um, there are good sized breaks and a good sized mm. lunch break. And mm. no wonder because um, we're taking in so much information. Mm. And um, you know, if you think of a baby who's learning so much mm. and all sorts of um, connections being made in the brain, mm. no wonder babies sleep a lot. Mm. I wonder adolescents do too, because mm-hmm. that's the second big brain spurt. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? No. Oh, no. Uh-huh. The, the, you know, the first 18 months of life, uh-huh. lots and lots of um, synaptic connections are forming. Mm-hmm. And then in adolescence, mm-hmm. um, some will get lost, some will get pruned, but, but more are forming. Mm-hmm. That's why teenagers... Mm-hmm. Need a lot of sleep. Don't tell them that. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's uh-huh. what they do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. So anyway, um, you you've got questions you want to ask, or um, yes, I think I think I'd, I'd just really like to start um, where or how I how I found you, and yeah, that was yeah. through the through the article you wrote. Yeah. Um, in the Fellenkreis Journal, mm-hmm. and maybe talk a bit about that project there. Yeah. Yes. Because that's where that's always, that's where my interest lies. Mm. Yes, you but I'm, interest with work with children. But I would but I would quite like to kind of bridge that up to what you what you do now. Yeah. And how you work with yes. others, but using developmental movements. Yeah. Which sure. again brings back the yes. those those Okay. Back the connection to the to the child. Yes. Maybe then just round yes. it up with coming back to to children again mm-hmm. and see mm-hmm. yeah. how how the method yes. uh, can be can be useful for them. Sure. Um, yeah. So you were talking about those. We're just talking about those restraints uh, that that we get from the workplace that mm-hmm. we get kids get from school. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the overloading. Sit still, sit yeah. on hard chairs. Yeah, yeah. Because um, isn't it Switzerland where um, some schools um, allow children to sit on big, you know, those big gym balls mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they can kind of mm-hmm. balance and, and it mm-hmm. helps the spine be erect. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and some schools deliberately having pauses because mm-hmm. they don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I mean it's it's quite a while ago that I did that project, but um, 
Uh, yeah, at the t- time. So I was both at training as a Feldenkrais practitioner on Lewis True 2 and um, doing a dance movement therapy training. Mm-hmm. At the same time? Yes, yeah, uh-huh. which was you know, my, my other training at the time. So I, you know, approaching movement from different angles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that was when on that training there was also things about <clears throat> movement development, but it's also you know, psychological t- development as well. Mm-hmm. And I worked with, oh, the other thing I was was I was a remedial yoga teacher. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, using yoga to work with people with disabilities and mm-hmm. adapt to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, because I think a neighbour who um, worked at a school, I was asked to work with this little girl, wonderful little girl, uh, who had um, a very unusual chromone deficiency, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which meant that her knees, her legs were turned so her knees were backwards. Right. Um, other joints were, you know, very unusual, and she's very small. Uh-huh. Um, and had you know, mild learning disabilities as well. Mm-hmm. Her parents were told that, um, you know, at her birth, um, that she she'd end up in a wheelchair, you know, perhaps by by teenage years, mm. and she stopped. So I must have worked with her for oh I don't know eight or nine years, and her mum sends little messages about her now, and she's still walking, and she lives in independent supported living uh-huh. isn't uh-huh. that wonderful that's fantastic yeah but her mum well her both parents were determined to give her opportunities to mm-hmm. challenge this idea that, mm-hmm. and, and to help her to move so I think I was called in the neighbour came to one of my ordinary yoga classes and thought well I could um, help her with some yoga so we did kind of a blend of yoga and Feldenkrais Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loved it because she could do this mm-hmm. and um, I also um, I, I had some dance projects some um, integrated able-bodied and mm-hmm. uh, less able mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, supporting each other doing creative dance mm-hmm. so at one stage she was part of that too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then the school she worked at, sometimes I did a yoga class for them. So it kind of came out of that. Uh-huh. And then... Um, and, what you, and what you did with, with her then, was that more um, movement with her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You we were both, no, we were both doing it together. You were both doing it together. I was a teacher and we uh-huh. had names for the postures and okay. things. But um, not on the but not on the table and not the classic not, uh, a classic not, not FM. Mm-hmm. Uh, not FM. No, uh-huh. it was uh-huh. more um, sort of you know little bits of awareness through movement through that, and I was really being informed by Feldenkrais mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. early days. Mm-hmm. And then there was another local school. Um, can't remember how the link happened, but I got involved in that mm-hmm. because they they wanted. Um, something that would support their um, 
Yeah, there are a range of children with different learning mm-hmm. um, disabilities and challenges, but they wanted something um, that would help them and give the teachers some ideas. And I think the teacher must have been doing some sort of project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we set up a, a project for, I don't know, so many weeks. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I've got the um, um, Dance with the Animals tapes and books. I hope they're still available because they're mm-hmm. great for kids. Yes, they are, yes, they are. Good. And I'd use them. And each um, kind of lesson, we'd do a different developmental movement. Mm-hmm. And because I wanted to research it, and she did too, um, I it started with some draw-a-person tests mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ended with that. And I think in my um, article, I've mm-hmm. got some pictures of them. And mm-hmm. it's just fascinating how, um, at the start, there were really not many features. Mm-hmm. Sort of a head, mm-hmm. and maybe eyes, mm-hmm. and, and all kind of misshapen. And, uh-huh. um, and again, if you think developmentally, the first, most crucial um uh, thing in the baby's world is the mum's face. Mm-hmm. And at that point, their vision is only clear for the distance of a face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're primed to look at the face and look at eyes. Mm-hmm. And so that mum-baby um, dance of eyes and gaze and noises is, mm-hmm. is part of the infant's growing self uh-huh, uh-huh. and then as they get more integrated you know more more parts of the body are getting involved through move, movement and touch mum's touching them mm-hmm. and and they're moving so mm-hmm. they start to distinguish between you and me mm-hmm. self and other mm-hmm. um this is my body that mm-hmm. that's yours the face and how the how yeah. the baby then yes. at some point discovers that actually yes. yeah. i'm not the same Person as mum, I'm 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 separate actually. Yes. And that that happens quite uh, quite late actually, doesn't it? Ooh, when you say late, what do you mean? I don't know, maybe four, five, six months, or is it earlier? Or do you know? I'm not always okay with exactly the stages because obviously it's going to vary. But Mm -hmm. um, Mm. I would think it's in that period Mm -hmm. because it would fit that you know initially um, it's the mum's touch. Mm Um, which is giving the baby a sense of self, mm-hmm. particularly if mums sort of talk about, oh, this is, this is your hand and this is, you know, so giving us a name too. Um, and then I suppose, you know, the baby's starting to touch themselves mm-hmm. and reach for other things. So there's a difference between self-touch mm-hmm. and touching an object. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're touching yourself, the part of the body that's been touched will feel it. Yes. Whereas the the object won't. Mm-hmm. So you have a sense of here's the me that's touching mm-hmm. and the me that's touched. If you were touching me, I would get the sense of I'm being touched, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have the movement and the feelings that go with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of all of those which builds up into this me, mm-hmm. not me. 
uh, through touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that was quite a, an important stage for my 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 son. Yes. I remember it when when I was talking to to my wife about it. She said, yes. or then part of my wife and. I said, oh, have you noticed that our son's mood is changing and then uh-huh. why is he not sleeping that well anymore or why is he yes. um, okay. uh, a little bit agitated mm-hmm. uh, perhaps? Mm-hmm. So, Did you have a hypothesis why? Um, not, uh, no, not at that, at that time, but, it, but we kind of said it could be that uh, now is the stage where he recognizes that, there's a, that he's not, he's not mum, he's a separate individual. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yes. Yeah, and and from the therapy side, um, I don't know if you've heard of Winnicott, Donald Winnicott, who was working in the, oh, I don't know, 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. and um, he was um, a child psychiatrist and a psychotherapist, uh-huh. and he produced some absolutely seminal works. He was so attuned mm-hmm. to children and very observant and worked with them in a beautiful way and their mums and he said um, in the beginnings there's no such thing as a baby there's just a baby and mother mm-hmm. and the real task is that separation that gradual separation from it's just you and me yes. to the the mum allowing in, increasing gaps between leaping to supply and need Mm-hmm. So the baby begins to tolerate being on their own. Mm-hmm. So too much always providing for a mm-hmm. for an infant mm-hmm. um, means they never have that sort of edge of frustration. Mm-hmm. Too too much distance not being there. So it's a real titration of mm-hmm. um, um, enough. Uh, but yes, that stage can be challenging for. Mm-hmm babies and for mums as well. Mm. So I guess it may well have been something to do mm. with that. Mm. For, for both, really, and you, I think you, you, did you mention in the article about the, the chaos and the, and the, and the, the school project, the teachers? Oh yes, yes, and, yes. And then the, the child. Yes. So there's, there's this, as a, as a child goes through development, well, as we develop. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's, there's always this, these others, these, these others, yes, yes especially when we, authority when, you, when you move on from what we discussed earlier, when you, when mm-hmm. you, the, the baby who copies, mm-hmm. or the child who copies the mum mm-hmm. and dad and whatever they see, that, that's and how they learn, don't they, by copying. Of course, yes, yes, um, yes, yeah. And the mum reflecting the baby back. Mm-hmm. So initially it's, baby makes a funny face and mum reflects it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, that kind of copying and picking up the child's mood and sometimes you're so if the baby's very agitated you'd mm. be down regulating mm-hmm. you'd be trying to calm mm-hmm. down and your voice mm-hmm. would naturally get softer and slower yeah if you're trying to wake up a sleepy baby yeah uh, it's kind of alerting mm-hmm. and um kind of more exciting and again it's knowing when mm-hmm. to do which no, no parents are no. going to get it right all the time, but some parents really find that hard, mm. sometimes due to their own history. So, um, it's interesting then how to how to move how how move on from this copying stage into 
into that side and becoming well, yeah. really himself yes. and, 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 and upright. Yes. And upright. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and be able to I guess first process what is coming sure. coming up sure. at it. Yes, to, to kind of think for oneself. Yeah. It, it's fascinating all these stages and they can all get hijacked mm. either because of trauma or because of separation from mum because of mm. illness. She has to go in hospital, the, the child does. They can all unhinge those really basic building blocks in the tower, mm. which, you know, I think Moshe really understood this. If you think of a tower of bricks mm-hmm. and the foundations, so if the lower foundations are a bit askew, mm. that sets up some basic faults for later, mm-hmm. which will be both in our movement mm-hmm. patterns, mm-hmm. but also emotional patterns. Mm-hmm. So that then if it's the difficulty at a later stage, mm-hmm. the tower is much more likely to fall down. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think that's what we're working with in both the Feldenkrais sphere and, and in the therapy sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, it's an interesting process. Um, so let's come back to the school. So I can't remember the themes I had, but a theme per lesson and using the animal movements. Mm-hmm. And I guess we were, yes, we were moving from the kind of, um, again, phylogeny captures ontogeny, you know, the the kind of more reptilian animals mm-hmm. up to the on all fours animals and then to the standing animals. Mm-hmm. Um, really going through those developmental yeah, stages there. Yeah, through, mm-hmm. through movement, games, play, dances. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, coming back to the pictures, again do that drawing mm-hmm. person test. And it was so interesting that now you can see arms emerging mm-hmm. and fingers emerging and a face which isn't just eyes it's you know, mouth and mm-hmm. you know. for for a lot of the children and the children who had greater difficulties mm-hmm. um you know that wasn't so mm-hmm. so clear in the uh-huh. development uh-huh. um so obviously if you'd been able to do this for longer and i don't know if the teacher i really hope she carried that on but um mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to do a project like that again and mm. see, especially if it was longer. Did you did you say? Do you mean just now also the the children who had more difficulties mm-hmm. were had a greater impact? Um, or, no, or I think or, their pictures didn't, they, didn't show as many features. Didn't show as many features. No. Okay, no. so they were still mm-hmm. they they were behind the others. That mm-hmm. gap had increased mm-hmm. but I think there was still what I remember some you know, there were mm-hmm. didn't there were differences mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they did need it longer mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's um, mm-hmm. that's from what I can remember of the project mm-hmm. plus adding in loads of bits of ideas which I've got since mm-hmm. but then you have the article in front of me and uh Like some, I just, just just made some little crosses that kind of stand out on on what the kind of before and after mm-hmm. impact of it. Mm-hmm. It says here, um, help them give and receive appropriate physical contact contact 
and thus mm-hmm. reduce ductile defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sure there were some, you know, touch was involved in the in the play, in mm. the games. The ways of seeing and feeling offered, the more the learning appeared to stick. So, just in, as in an ATM, the more options and ways of seeing and feeling were offered, the more the learning appeared to stick. Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the less able children fitted in and were supported by their peers, that's a, a real, lovely, a real uh, group yeah. dynamic. Yeah. Uh, where, where people support each other. Yeah. Um, most people, most children became more assertive. Um, physical self-mastery, attention skills, self-confidence, and body awareness increased. So uh, it's uh, it's just just, wow. fantastic, just fantastic. Wow, really I, it's that. really nice to be reminded because yeah. I haven't read the article <laughs> for a long time. Mm. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mm. <laughs> On the quickly coming back to this to this uh, the sentence here where it says just as in an a, in an awareness through movement lesson um, the more options and ways of seeing and feeling offered the more the learning appears to stick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's really the essence of a mm-hmm. of a Fahrenheit class it is, isn't it yes yeah. yeah yeah and Moshe didn't use the word neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know, he was so prescient in many ways, but I think he, he understood neuroplasticity before mm. it became a term. Mm. Is that a term used on the training now? Yes, it is, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it definitely is. Mm. Uh, very much so. Mm. Yeah. With all the, the information and, and the, yes. uh, also the, uh, like, Norman Deutsch, this, uh, Mm-hmm. He did. He wrote about Fellengeis in his oh yes, Palestine, I, yes, brain yes, development. yes, yes. So he really yes. Uh, so he brought brought that to the attention to the wider all the audience, and that's uh, yes, it's yes. Okay, yes. The neuroplasticity, so. yes. You know, I think his books are really yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. The this the the more options and ways of seeing and feeling that were offered. Or that were potentially also developed by those kids doing yes. doing those lessons. Yes. Going through a, a movement like okay, basic movement. You are an alligator now. You can't use. Mm-hmm. You can't be on all fours. You have mm-hmm. to use. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of rub on yes. the on the on the yeah. on the floor. Yes. Yes. The the children are really encouraged to finding out what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, absolutely, giving them that space to yeah. explore for themselves rather mm. than being told yeah. or guided. Mm. Yes, yes so that the, is the essence of really of an ATM, isn't it? They kind of have a restriction there, and they're finding out different ways of yeah. of, of doing that. Yes. One might yes. use both legs on one side, yes. on the same side, one yes. left, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the opposite leg and the opposite, and the yeah. opposite arm. And uh, see what the what the head can do, and uh, and, yes. and and all and all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Which, in, hmm. the, in the Moshe video him talking about <coughs> Margaret Mead, the anthropologist, and um, visiting one island, Pacific Island, uh-huh. and she I don't know why, but she was um, 
trying to invite people to dance. Mm -hmm. And they found it really hard. They found the left-right movements of dancing mm -hmm. hard. Her hypothesis was it must have been a cultural thing uh -huh. um, about um, picking up babies from the floor mm -hmm. because, I don't know, devils or, you know, it was something, you know, some sort of... Yes, yes, of course. Yes, yes, I've heard that. Yes, so they yes, missed yes. out mm -hmm. on the crawling phase mm -hmm. and so they didn't get that natural finding out the, mm -hmm. the left-right mm -hmm. uh, movements. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And different cultures, one could speculate, will have different movement tendencies because, you know, what's culturally encouraged and what isn't. Mm. Bring it into into our daily life with the text neck. So the neck oh, yeah. from texting. Yes, yes. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Hey, hey. Oh, it's it's terrible. People are people are kind of yeah, instead of the babies yes. not being not being allowed to crawl, people kind of almost forced onto their screens Absolutely. and not being able to use yes, yes. their their head in the upright position or, or yeah. in, in standing yeah. or to find the balance. I I somebody I pass regularly on my early morning walks and he's always on his phone and his head is always tilted mm -hmm. to that side where he's holding the phone and I think you're going to get chronic problems with your mm -hmm. your neck later on mm -hmm. or young people who are texting all the time and using thumbs mm -hmm. what's that going to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really with the with the awareness through movement lessons and the family guys method. Mm. We have we have the that tool where we can mm. relearn yes. things and reconnect yes. with that yes. with with ourselves really. Yes. We have to use 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 the head sure. differently and, sure. and, and get those get those and and get options thing that, that that again makes me think is again the uh, a a child who again in the playground, okay, where's my tolerance and what, how can I stay within that, mm. in the tolerance or go over mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. consciously, eventually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for ADHD kids. Or stay there or go, go away or go, yeah. or use, or use techniques that, that they've learned. Yeah. In the, potentially in a, in a, in a movement lesson yes. where they have dealt with a the difficulty, they have yeah. a handicap there, yeah. they can't use their arms. Okay, yes. you're facing a similar difficulty again. How do you? Good point. How yes. do you? Yes. I I have the strength to overcome that or stay with yes. that because yes. there's options there. Yeah. I've or learned that before. Playing with boundary games. Mm. Lovely thing you can do with kids is um, let's say you take lots and lots of scarves and you make a ring around them, or, mm -hmm. or rather get them to mm -hmm. to make a ring around them. Mm -hmm. So to how close do you want your boundary to be? Do you want it to be there? Big distance or very close to you, mm. and they're allowed in that boundary. And then let's say you play the game of um, you roll a ball in, mm. and they have to quickly bat it out because they don't want this nasty ball in. And then you begin to approach, mm. and uh, can can I get in there? And, and then having to raise their hands and say no. And sometimes you need to practice the no with them. Let's say it together. Mm. If they're scared, let's. Start with a whisper. Mm. No. Should we do it a bit louder? Mm. No. Mm. And again, all of a game. But yes, to help them uh, 
create their own window of tolerance in a way, having mm-hmm. those tools. Coming back to this, to your project there also, and this sentence here of the ATMs, mm-hmm. different ways of seeing and feeling of art. Mm-hmm. So they, in those situations, the, the kids, they found out different ways of doing things. And also then, kind of linking to, to the impact where, mm-hmm. where, people, where, where the kids afterwards supported each other mm-hmm. much more than before. Of course, you, they have an option of, of yeah. supporting or they have an option of, of going away or looking away. Mm-hmm. Um, but they obviously had the, yes. the chance of, 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 of choice yes. and, uh, and made yes. a decision for themselves to, to, yes. to help yeah. someone else. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that was a totally unforeseen outcome, mm. that it in, encouraged pro-social behaviour, mm. supporting each other. Um, yes. Given that the world has become so... Yeah, it's, it's I, it's not we, mm-hmm. it's not us. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, so focused on individual pursuits. Mm-hmm. It makes you think, how can processes like Feldenkrais movement processes actually encourage mm. more supportive families and communities? Mm. Which is very crucial. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sue Wright is a body-oriented psychotherapist with a particular specialism in working with complex trauma. For her... Sensory motor psychotherapy has brought together her extensive experience, training and professional interests in talking and body therapies, as well as her use of the Feldenkrais method. Thomas Fiedmer is trained to become a Feldenkrais practitioner with a particular interest in working with children and introducing school classes in Feldenkrais ATM. Awareness through movement. This conversation was recorded in February 2020 by Thomas Fiedman and Sue Wright. The opinions aired during the discussion are those of the participants based on their experience, training and reading and are not necessarily shared by others. All rights reserved. Special thanks to Sally Knights for reading and Ross Young for editing and music. Movement is life. Life is a process. Improve the quality of the process and you improve the quality of life itself.